This is a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. As the time approached when Jesus was to be taken from this world, he firmly resolved to proceed toward Jerusalem and sent messengers on ahead of him. These entered a Samaritan town to prepare for his passing through, but the Samaritans would not welcome him because he was not on, because he was on his way to Jerusalem. When his disciples James and John saw this, they said, Lord, would you have us not call down fire from heaven and destroy them? He turned to, he turned to them only to reprimand them. Then they set off for another town. As they were making their way along, someone said to him, I will be your follower wherever you go. And Jesus said to that person, Foxes have lairs, the birds of the sky have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. To another he said, Come after me. And the man replied, Let me bury my father first. And Jesus said to him, Let the dead bury their dead. Come away and proclaim the kingdom of God. Yet another said to him, I will be your follower, Lord, but first let me take leave of my people at home. And Jesus answered, Whoever puts his hand to the plow but keeps looking back is unfit for the reign of God. And this is the gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I don't think any other readings anywhere could have matched the, um, the national situation that we're in right now. Um, but at the at the bottom of the the readings, the the core value of the readings is, if you love me, you will walk my way. If you love me, without distraction, with focus and intention, with love, humility, with being able to transfigure into the light that Jesus is asking us to be in the world today. All of these elements and qualities. This is what all these readings are asking. And they use metaphor. Remember, Hebrews back then wrote in metaphor. They were not literal in their writings. It was metaphor. And so when Jesus uses the examples of you know, the foxes have lairs, the birds of the sky have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. What is that meaning for us as metaphor? If we are on a spiritual path, and, and I don't doubt that we all are, you know, when we're on a spiritual path, what becomes the main thing in our lives and realities? Spirit. Right? When we're on a spiritual path in Christianity, we recognize that we have bodies. We recognize that those bodies are the indwelling of spirit. And we recognize that the Holy Spirit indwells among us and within us. So when they, when they refer to, you know, the flesh is bad, the spirit is good, those kinds of metaphorical sayings, what they're referring to is what is our focus? Having a body is not bad. Liking to play cards is not bad. Liking to have a beer with your pizza is not bad. 
Dancing is not bad. Loving nature is not bad. But we've come to... Segments of our faith have come to believe that anything that is of the planet is bad because God is up there and that's where we want to be. And what Jesus is saying is, no, God so loved the world and God loves us. And it's not about turning away from what God loves because we are earth creating herself as human. What it's about is where does our focus reside? Do we put our faith in our carburetors or do we put our faith in God? And that's kind of the big question. And and what what we're seeing, you know, in our country and really globally when you look at all of species are are um um, kind of in dire straits right now. When we look at that, if we cling to that as our end all, we're missing a huge point. And that is that we have the Holy Spirit within us. We are that presence in the world today. We are the hands, the feet, the eyes, the heart of that consciousness in the world today. We are asked through metaphor to weed out whatever the distractions are. Weed out those distractions. And look at who we truly are. Who are we in the world today? What is our role in the world today? And I guarantee you, it's not to rage and rant and cry and cling to a sense of hopelessness. There is nothing greater than the power of the spirit that resides within us. Because that spirit, in the triune understanding of of God, is also the creator and the incarnation. And when we can trust that, whatever is happening, if we can trust that, and look at how do we gain, what do we need to do right now, right here today, to be able to address the incredible pain and suffering that has been unleashed in this country in the last few days. And by implication, what will be unleashed as we move along, if we move along in the same way that that uh, resulted in, in the decision a couple days ago. That decision is not based on what is life? When does life begin? That is not what that decision is based on. That decision is based on how do we control a segment of our population who has gained more power than any other segment in the last 50 years And I don't mean material power, I mean just personal power, the sense of I am in this world as a unique, imbued individual. I am the bearer, the vessel, the hollow bone, whatever you want to call that, of the Holy Spirit. I have a personal autonomy and responsibility to that autonomy 
to be present in the world as I am led to be present. That is a God-given right and responsibility. So we're up against a lot right now. But we cannot be against it. We can only approach it with love, compassion, and mercy. And that's where we need to realign. If we, if we approach the Supreme Court decision in anything but love, compassion, and mercy, we are co-opting into how everybody else is doing it. And we will not be helpful, and we will not be change agents, and we will not be consciously aware of the power that we carry within us. So I invite us, all of these readings today speak to that, don't they? They really do. Thank you. You know, they speak to that. But they don't speak in the sense of vengeance, and I want, you know, retribution, and we need to get rid of this person or that person or whatever it happens to be. It's, it's a connection to what is underneath all of that? God so loved the world. I have come to set you free. Love one another. Take care of. And this is a, a mandate that we are given from God in this time. Take care of those who are, have been stripped of their rights and privileges. Take care of them. Whatever it takes. And in so doing, witness the love of God. The love and the presence of God in the world today, in spite of what we think out there, the flesh. In spite of what we think the world is doing to us, the world. Remember the metaphors. Earth is not doing anything to us. We are Earth. You know. But if we can just remember that, and as we go through these next days and weeks and months, and possibly years, how are we going to be a loving presence in the world today if we don't be that loving presence? You know, we hear that we hear the um, the phrase "be the change you want to be." When you, when we, when I start really contemplating, what is the price of that? Be the change. It is life changing, and it calls us into a an awareness of our potential and an awareness of the potential of all of us as community to do the right things to say the right things, to hold space for the pain and the suffering without losing hope. And being in the midst of that pain and suffering, being the light that we're called to be, that we are, we radiate that, to be that light in the world today. And that's our call, that's our mandate, that is what Jesus is asking us to do. Let the dead bury their dead. Don't worry about what's going on right here. What right Worry about, or don't worry about it, just live it. Live the spirit life. Live that love and that compassion that we have within us. Live it. Without judgment, without condemnation, without rage. Yes, it's good to be angry. I'm angry. 
It's good to be angry because that will motivate us, but let's not send that anger out there into the collective. There's already that there. And to the extent that we send that anger out, we're not doing any good. All we're doing is compounding uh, an energy that we don't need to have in our world today, quite frankly. So that's the invitation of the readings today. Um, It's easy to get caught up in the literal stuff in there. Well, you know, um, and James and John did that, right? They didn't like what they were seeing. Put that in today's context. Well, God, you want us to go burn their houses down? And, you know, and and <laughs> I'm surprised God had any response, to, that, that Jesus had any responses to that at all. Um, but he did reprimand them and called them back into focus. Yes, it's okay. I'd love to see the Supreme Court be burned to the ground right now. Yes. But that's an, that is my own emotion. That is my ego speaking because I am not getting what I want. Go beneath that. And find a way not to send that energy out into the collective. Because as we send that energy out, we are feeding that energy. We are feeding it. We have a different energy. A God-given energy to put out in the collective. Let's be about doing that. Amen. Any thoughts?